I really wish that I could just start the episode with you yelling, Festival Pies! Festival hand pies. Oh, I'm so sorry. The very specific type of pie. Because, you know, when you're at a festival and you want a pie, but you also got to do other things. Hand pie. I've never experienced that, I'm afraid. I've never been to a festival and thought, I really want some pie, but I'm doing other things. Well, no, but this is in the world of Skyrim where you've got a sword. So you've got a pie in a hand. (laughs) (laughs) The sword and the other to kill any wolves that may cross your path. I'm Anna Bukitska. And I'm Chloe Slotgreen. And this is the Festival Hand Pie Show. <laughs> we gonna give any context to that. No! None whatsoever. <laughs> Just figure it out from the clues. This is the Next Supremes, an American Horror Story Rewatch podcast. And in this episode, we're continuing our reviews of the new spin-off show, American Horror Stories, which is now screening in the UK on Disney+. And we'll be talking about the sixth episode, starring... Oh my god, what's his name? I have it in front of me and I forgot Aaron V! <laughs> yes! The sixth episode, <laughs> Feral stars Aaron Tveed and Cody Fern from previous American Horror Story fame. Can I just say, I think by the time this episode goes out, not yeah. at the time of the recording, Aaron Tveed may have won his Tony. You know, he's, he's the only person nominated for a Tony this year. <laughs> Wait, what? He's the only person nominated for a Tony. I'm sorry, what? He's... I, in his category, which I think is, I think it's best male performance in a musical. Oh my god! <laughs> he's the only person nominated. Okay. And they basically have to vote. So the vote is, is it okay to let him have this? Or do you despise Aaron Tveit so much that you would rather the Tony goes to no one. Oh my god. Okay, so I did not know, did not recognize Aaron Tveed when he appeared in the first American Horror Story double bill episode, Rubber Woman. I was like, only, oh, hot contractor. Obviously, extremely acclaimed, very successful Broadway star who's also been in Les Mis and a couple of other like small roles in other TV shows. This is now becoming the Aaron Tveed Tony <laughs> watch show because I am obsessed with this nomination. What the fuck? How did that happen? Well, I think as a Panini... Sorry, I know we keep you sorry. I've st- stolen Panini from you. I'm very sorry. No, go for it. I want to make. <laughs> let's make it go global. Global Panini for everyone. Just Panini. Um, because we were in a Panini... Um, I don't, I think there were very few musicals that debuted Hmm. in the past year 
um, one of them has just happened to me, the Moulin Rouge. Uh, why did I say that so Frenchly? The Moulin Rouge. Because <laughs> you're French. <laughs> the Moulin Rouge. Uh, adaptation, mm-hmm. which I may have watched a bootleg copy of. <laughs> Ooh. I, I would love to see him as Christian, to be honest. He's great. It's terrible. Oh. It's really bad. Oh. Um, he, but he's, I mean, he is such a Christian. Like mm-hmm. he's perfectly cast, mm-hmm. and I just I think he should get his. He should get his. <laughs> the fact that he could still lose is fascinating. They can't do that to him. That he would seems... be so mean. Because <sighs> he seems like a nice guy. Mm. I don't know. I the um she she's gonna win. They can't not. They can't. They can't be like no. <laughs> So, the reason we're talking about Aaron Tveit is not just because he is beautiful, talented, and seems like a nice guy. It's because he's the, I th- safe to say, the de facto lead in this episode. He plays a, a father who, you know, the father figure of a family who lose their child in a forest when they go camping. So that's happens at the very beginning of the episode, and then the kind of the whole premise is that someone approaches him saying that their child might still be alive after a decade missing. And he get he gets back in touch with his ex-wife. They go into the forest where their child went missing ten years prior to try to find him. And that's where the horror comes in in American horror stories. But it's very much the Aaron Tveit show in this episode, isn't it? Yeah, until Cody Fern turns up, and then you're like, Cody Fern? With his natural Australian accent? Oh, but we'll come to that. I was unsettled. And I, I jumped the gun. <laughs> you did prepare me for it, because you, you messaged me while you were watching it, saying that he speaks in his natural accent, and I was like, oh, I've never heard him actually speak in his Austra- natural Australian accent. And then I was still not prepared when it happened. But <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Okay, can we talk about the, the casting? Because overall, with this show, with the spinoff show, every episode has usually had like one, maximum two of the core actors who make up the Ryan Murphy ensemble both in yes. most in American Horror Story but also in like his previous shows like with um with a couple of people who'd been in Glee and stuff or Scream Queens but Aaron Tveit was in the first episode of the spin-off playing a completely unrelated character and now he's in this one also playing a whole nother character I am um... uh... Has he been in a thing and I I haven't clocked it? So he was he was the hot contractor in Rubber Woman. Well, I'm just trying to figure out if he's been in a. No, he hasn't. He hasn't been in a Ryan Murphy thing before. No. He was in Gossip Girl, though. <laughs> I never watched Gossip Girl. <laughs> he he was he was Trip in Gossip. He was very in Gossip Girl. Um, so maybe that's the connection. I don't know. Is there a connection between Gossip Girl and Ryan Murphy? <laughs> I don't think so. And maybe he's just in it now. That's it. He's part of it. 
I know, but he's used twice in this show, which I did find curious. But, you know, good for him. I'm just saying, if you've got Aaron to beat, you use Aaron to beat. <laughs> Very true. Protagonist of every single episode of American Horror Stories. Sure. <laughs> sure. I'd like, he's wonderful. You know, but he's just like, he's, this is the thing, it's like a family. Mm-hmm. He's been adopted into the family. He's in the family now. Into it. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, uh, I don't really know how to tackle this episode because I, I really liked it. Actually, I thought it was kind of like a, a fairly straightforward premise, and then it goes quite weird in a good way, like without really rehashing familiar ter- territory like the previous one had. Yeah, it's an interesting one because I I ended up not making very many notes for it because it mm. it sort of is what it is in a, a strange way, which is very unusual for American Horror Story because there's there's always some weird, you know, like the last episode with the demon fucking, you know, there's always mm-hmm. some twist, some like outrageous thing mm. where I would say this episode is a pretty straightforward just horror mm-hmm. short story. Yeah. And it's, and it's effective. Yeah. I like when, then when I just, <laughs> in movies and TV shows, when people lose a kid, no he's just yelling the kid's name, and I don't know why, but it always makes me laugh. <laughs> Jacob! Jacob! And it just goes on for like three minutes. Yeah. Like, yeah. If he was around, he would have heard by now. <laughs> I do what what I think what I did really like about this episode is that actually it doesn't try to introduce too many supporting characters that contribute nothing like it's got very it's got basically two main supporting characters aside from the lead the 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 grief-stricken parents yeah and it's this um it's this kind of hunter called Bob who turns out to be scamming the couple for their money and there's the park ranger uh played by cody fern (laughs) 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 um the park ranger called stan vogel which is such a strange name for a park ranger i don't know why it seems so weird i think i think what's weird for this character for us and to, I'm sorry to jump the gun slightly on our usual American Horror Story coverage, mm. but you know we both associate Cody Fern in this universe with very playing a very particular role. <laughs> yeah, I don't know whether we want to keep it a secret if you haven't watched. He playing a very specific, like opposite of normal character, mm-hmm. right? I'm trying to be vague. <laughs> very, and then um... here. Like grand but contained. Yeah, very. It's a super. He plays a supernatural character. I think mm-hmm. that's not a spoiler to say. Yeah. Very supernatural character. Mm-hmm. And in here, when he turns up. He's just like, he's just a park ranger. <laughs> and, he keep, and I kept expecting him to do something insane, and he never does. He's just he's the comic relief some guy. But he's like not even that goofy. He's just like, I'm a park ranger. I've got I, my little park ranger shirt on. 
<laughs> you thought you didn't think he was goofy? I maybe not goofy, but like he wasn't outrageous in the way that like to refer you back again to the demon fucking. There's no <laughs> demon fucking his character never does a demon fucking moment. He's he's he is the slightly like his character is the this kooky, the slightly kooky like you would imagine a park ranger. There was the one in Yogi Bear. <laughs> Yeah, the one, the guy they were always antagonizing on that show. Yeah. He's like that character. <laughs> well, you know what he reminded me of? And and as I mentioned, I kind of ignored the actual titles of the episodes. And in, I just called this one in my notes, Evil Parks and Rec. Because Cody Fern... <laughs> 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 who's, okay, who's Cody Fern in this? So Cody Fern is like... Ron Swanson's protege in this where he just wants to live in the forest and protect the forest but also he fully understands how the world works he just chooses not to engage with it and my favorite line of his where he's just it's capitalism baby and I'm like yeah it is it is it's so that's it's that scene of Ron Swanson in the in the hardware store going I know more than you yeah and I actually think that his demon fucking moment in this episode is when he fully pulls out a folder marked confidential top secret. I can't because he's as he's taking as he's taking the, the folder out, he's talking about this is as secretive as the Manhattan Project. And he unlocks a filing cabinet with a single key and takes out a file that has something supposedly as secretive as the Manhattan Project. And then my, my other favorite is after he's led these total fucking strangers to read this Manhattan, Manhattan Project level top secret government information. He goes out and he's like, okay, before we leave, if you tell anyone about this, I will deny it and people will trust me. And then literally, oh, I think he, I swear to God, I don't think he does this, but in my brain, my brain saw this, winks at the camera and goes, everybody trusts the park ranger. It's true though. It's true. It is true. It is true. <laughs> Which is why it's evil parks and wreck. <laughs> I think that's why the accent, because obviously that's, he's pretty much just doing his normal voice yeah so cody fern is australian and he's never done like he's never performed in his own australian accent on an american tv show i mean obviously he's done like other stuff in australia before he broke out in hollywood but we haven't seen it (laughs) yeah it's very (laughs) bewildering i don't know i mean i was really did you uh while i gather my thoughts what did you think of it like, I don't, I don't want to be mean to Australians. Oh no! <laughs> Let me phrase this correctly. Again, we've seen Cody Fern play a lot of like, you know, American Horror Story s supernatural, like very like glamorous, over the top characters. Um, not qualities I associate with the Australian accent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very sorry. This is not to be offensive. Like, I'm not saying there's a... I like the Australian accent. It's very nice. My favourite actor is Nicole Kidman. I mean, she kind of lost hers, but, you know, I like when she speaks with her Australian accent. It's very nice. <laughs> but it's it's like... Look, I'm just saying it's not a coincidence that we've never had an Australian character on this show before. 
Oh, I'm going to get in so much trouble God. for this. <laughs> I'm going to get so much trouble. That is so shady. <laughs> I can't. Oh, I, I don't. don't so, okay. I take it back. Nobody. I'm sorry. I love Australia. <laughs> Look. I'm saying this. Wait, I have me... the authority to say this because everyone thinks I'm Australian. I would never be cast on American Horror Story. So Listen, I'm never allowed say to say this. Never I'm say allowed. never. <laughs> I'm just going to say, okay, I'm going to preface this by saying, as someone also whose accent is often called unplaceable and confuses a lot of people, fine. You go off. But... I love accents. I wish I could do accents. I wish I could slip into an Australian accent at any moment of the day. I wish I could like play around with the sound of my voice to that level. And there is a dissonance between like hearing someone speak in their natural accent versus when, you know, when actors perform an accent. Yes. I, my my like my ability to understand the nuances of accent work is not so developed that I can tell like, ooh, he's doing a great American accent or not. So I don't know if he's actually like overemphasizing his Australian accent. He might be. What I will say is that, you know, that character in um, Jamie Lee Curtis's character in A Fish Called Wanda? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I'm a bit like that. <laughs> Like the minute he went into his like <laughs> Ron Swanson's Aussie protege voice, which might just be his natural voice, I'm like, I am listening, <laughs> but I cannot hear anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying it's Australian is in the Australian accent. It is comprehensible, and I've just said it's. It's not that it's not. It's unglamorous because obviously Nicole Kidman's very glamorous. Lots of the Australian movie stars are very glamorous. <laughs> it's something about it that doesn't quite match with American Horror Story, and I can't quite put my finger on it. No, what I'm saying is the fact that it's Cody Fern speaking in an Australian accent in a park ranger's uniform, talking yeah. about uh, mutated humans who are also cannibals. It made sense to me. <laughs> also, I will say, what's very funny about it is because, like, you know, one national characteristic of Australia is that I think they're very good with coping with weird shit. Mm. Um, like, I watched a video on TikTok just the other day of a group of Australian men. One of them's wearing a kangaroo onesie. And there is, I think it's a wallaby. I don't think it's a baby kangaroo. I think it's a wallaby on their front yard and the guy just opens the pouch of his onesie and the wallaby climbs in cozies up and they're just like yeah that's pretty cool <laughs> like, what the fuck you just invited a wallaby to become your child <laughs> You see, this is why, actually, okay, actually, I, if the end of the world happens again, um, I'd like to be stuck with an Australian for the apocalypse. I think it would be fun, I think it would be sexy, and I think they would not be easily frazzled. Oh my god, like, that lead me to the new land, Australian person. I trust you fully. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I don't think you're going to get scared of a spider or a wallaby or mutated humans. 
<laughs> so, not phased. No. Not phased. I'm I'm gonna hunker down with See, the Australians. So any so anything for any Australians listening. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we, we love you. We're not insulting you. All of this has been a massive digression about Cody Fern using his Australian bad. accent. I don't mean to hurt anyone. I mean I love the Australian accent, and I love Cody Fern, and I love I love his I love his natural accent. I actually really nice. I thought he was so funny in this. He was genuinely so funny. Every single choice he was making, I found very kind of feeding into the camp the fun campiness of american horror stories as opposed to being yeah. super serious and also he gets a hardcore death scene in this episode holy shit yes i will say because i was watching this on my laptop very dark couldn't see a lot of details <laughs> so you might have to describe it but i saw stuff was happening i don't so I sometimes so, these shows too dark and I can't see things. <laughs> so he uh gets literally ripped apart by all the cannibal people. Like and his entrails get pulled out. Yeah, I remember very... I could see like one of them was having a good nom nom on his intestines. <laughs> good nom nom. Good nom nom. <laughs> nom nom. Uh yeah, that's that's basically how he dies. And actually, um shall we talk about the ending yes because i quite like so far what each episode has been trying to do especially the the like the last two i guess of adding an extra little twist at the end as a kind of as a finisher for the episode and the fact that in this in this episode they're kind of we're, we're presuming that their kid died and because it's been a decade and he got lost in a forest and all these like cannibal creatures are have a secret society that operates in the american forests and then it's revealed that actually their kid is the king of the cannibals love it for him love it go jacob well done jacob <laughs> And I guess the great twist was was that they're like the the cannibals are asking him who are these people and he says dinner. I love it. Eat your parents. Eat your parents. <laughs> and Aaron Tavid, bless him, he just looks so content. He's like, oh my god, I'm so glad I got to see my boy grown up and f- and you know flourishing, thriving. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, son. King of the cannibals. Terrible teeth, though, which I liked as a detail. Yes, which would presumably happen if you were tearing people apart with your teeth. Yeah. So they say don't chew on pen caps, also don't chew on bones. <laughs> and on that note, what did you think of the um, the cannibals? I I liked them a lot. And and I like that it was it was sort of a different vibe to what we're used to. It was quite an imaginative take on cannibalism because they, but they sort of looked quite like like radiated, um, like sort of corpse, like kind of zombie ish. Mm-hmm. Like they had physically mutated. Yeah. Um. The one thing I didn't understand was the big 
Bigfoot because we think it's Bigfoot and then it's not. But I guess with the Bigfoot footprints, we're not real, right? Yeah, I think that's just one of the cannibals. Like one of the bigger ones. Why do they have such big feet, though? (laughs) Some people have big feet. Yeah, but those are like Bigfoot feet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, okay. I'll just show my nose further. What constitutes a Bigfoot foot, though? Like, like as big as an elephant, right? Big, big feet. He's called Bigfoot. So it's like, I know, it's but like not a size, just... But like a size 14 is a Bigfoot. No, Bigfoot's got bigger feet than that. Because <laughs> <laughs> is that not the point? It's not just like... It's not just like Sasquatch. It's like Sasquatch already got size 14 feet. Multiply that. Bigfoot. It's called Bigfoot. <laughs> okay, but like, you're talking giant foot. Yeah, but the footprint they had in that, that was gigantic. I could probably curl up in that footprint. <laughs> I'm being nitpicky, ignore me. I love it, you're like, the foot was not big enough for Bigfoot. Because I will say, this did not go the way I thought it was, because I thought it was going to be like, someone's going to fuck Bigfoot. <laughs> I, was, I was so sure, because I saw Cody Fern in the title, I was like, Cody Fern's going to be Bigfoot, but he's going to be like, sexy Bigfoot. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's going to be like, hey, instead of trying to find your dead child, why don't we just have a threesome? And then the parents would be like, yeah. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> this is what I'm finding fun about this show is I really have no idea where the episodes, what direction the episodes are going in. Literally. After the demon fucking, I'm just like, you know what? Maybe, maybe, sure. Yeah, that actually makes sense. Bigfoot fucking. <laughs> Bigfoot licking ice cream off of Cody Fern's torso. Be like, no homo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my Bigfoot God. Yeti Sasquatch. <laughs> Bigfoot Yeti and Sasquatch start a YouTube channel. And they hire Cody Fern as their nerd yes. <laughs> camera guy. What would the house be called? Um, the what they will have called like the Harry. <laughs> They'd be called the Monster Squad, <laughs> the Monsters. Harry House. The Harry House, but wait, Cody Fern's not. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the why Harry. he can't be on camera because he's not hairy enough for that. Yeah, the Harry House plus Cody. <laughs> <laughs> It's just sort of like average amounts of body hair. <laughs> I realize that this is going into like weirdly. Um, I've I don't I don't even want to use the word thirsty. It's going into a weird direction where we're just talking about an actor's body hair. So <laughs> I wasn't. I was talking about Bigfoot. You're the person who brought Kevin Fan into this. <laughs> I'm trying to protect myself here, Clarice. <laughs> Honestly, dear listeners, I'm so sorry. Uh, (laughs) This level of, like, niche. um, This show has broken us, and I think you just all need to be on board with that. (laughs) Truly, this is a level of niche, like, monster thirsting that is, I did not expect. 
I really did not expect. And yet here we are, and it's funny. <laughs> it's not our fault. The last episode literally had Billy Lord fucking a demon. I can't. <laughs> cannot. This is a natural evolution. Then uh, the posters for the new se- the new season double feature was a vampire and a mermaid fucking. So I I don't I will not be blamed for thinking that this episode was going to be about fucking Bigfoot. I take no responsibility for that. <laughs> Let's just leave Cody Fern out of it. He seems like a lovely guy. All I said is I saw his name and I thought maybe he was playing Bigfoot, but then like. <laughs> He'd have to be a sexy Bigfoot because he's Cody Fun. Also, and he's, he's not an attractive he, man. I'm I'm sorry. He's very <laughs> Just attractive. Totally obvious. But he's not like a very, he's not like a very big man. So I don't think he'd play Bigfoot. Well, I thought that would be the subversion of it. Of oh, the like, Bigfoot is actually Smallfoot. Yeah, he's just like a guy. He's just, I thought it was just gonna be like it's just Cody Fun, but he's got like a little fur outfit on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay, well now. I want to see that. I don't know what I was thinking. (laughs) Fun fact. Cody Fern, born, and myself, born two days apart. Ah, the same year? Yeah. Oh. How cute. We had a joint birthday party. Oh, we should. Yes. But you don't tell them about this episode, though. (laughs) Wow. Unless we, you pitch it to him and we make it. Listen, I he has a great fashion sense. I really like him as an actor. I'm really happy with all his stuff he's doing in, in the extended Ryan Murphy universe. He's so great in an American crime story, Versace. He's great. Yeah. I think he'd appreciate the humor. American Bigfoot story. <laughs> Starring Cody Fun. Make it happen, Ryan. Make it happen. Sarah Paulson plays Yeti. <laughs> Who plays Sasquatch? Evan Peters. <laughs> Where's Finn? He would play the park ranger. <gasps> <laughs> He's got park ranger vibes to him. Yes. And Billy Lord would be the weird hippie girl who also chooses to live in the forest, but like in a in a glamorous yard or something. She'd be hashtag van life lady. <laughs> <laughs> This might be the next season of American Horror Story. That's going to be our test to find out if Ryan actually listens to this podcast. If that turns out to be the next season. American Bigfoot story. (laughs) (laughs) I am truly worried about what's going to happen when we talk about the next episode of American Horror Stories, which is, I believe, the finale of the spinoff series. Yeah, I've got one more to go. Yes, so... But we will be back next Wednesday with uh, the very last episode of American Horror Stories, at least in this season. In the meantime, send us your thoughts on Twitter, ideas for American Bigfoot Story. <laughs> you can follow us on at the next Supremes Pod, and you can find me on Twitter at Clarice Lou. And I am at Demented. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Just a blanket apology. (laughs) 